Hi, this is Joseph Norris. I'm a urology registrar in the London Deanery. I'm currently out of programme on a Medical Research Council doctoral fellowship, completing a PhD with Professor Mark Emberton, looking at cancers that are not detected by MRI. Today I'm bringing you the latest in the Burst BJOI podcast series. Today's podcast is going to focus on a recent article published in the BJOI that looked at the utility of MRI and biomarkers in the active surveillance of prostate cancer. The title of this article is Prostate Health Index and Multiparametric Magnetic Resonance Imaging to Predict Prostate Cancer Grade Reclassification in Active Surveillance. The first name author is Zayad R. Schwen and the senior author is Christian P. Pavlovich from the Johns Hopkins Group. Active surveillance is demonstrably effective at reducing the excess treatment and morbidity associated with radical therapy for low to intermediate risk prostate cancer. Reassuringly, long-term mature clinical cohorts have shown us that delaying radical therapy is not actually associated with adverse clinical outcome for low-risk prostate cancer. However, there are still issues with active surveillance. Around 40% of men at the five-year mark still progress on to have radical treatment, and this can be due to disease progression or poor acceptability associated with the repeat biopsy technique employed in most active surveillance strategies. Furthermore, issues still exist around poor baseline stratification with disease underestimation. As such, there's been great recent interest to improve active surveillance regimes, including the introduction of multiparametric MRI into the active surveillance regime, which we've demonstrated from our own centre. Concerns remain regarding the ability of MRI to predict grade reclassification on active surveillance. And so the group in this paper looked at the addition of a biomarker, namely PHI, or Prostate Health Index, to see whether this could be improved. The group took 253 men from the Johns Hopkins Active Surveillance Cohort and looked at PHI values and PHI density values across multiparametric MRI scores in accordance with PyRed's version 2. They compared these outcomes between men who had grade reclassification and who did not have grade reclassification as diagnosed by systematic plus-minus targeted biopsy of the prostate. They also calculated and compared the value of combining MRI with phi, phi density and PSA density. In this cohort, 15% of men had grade reclassification. Men with grade reclassification had higher phi values, phi density values and PSA density values compared to those without grade reclassification. The group also found that MRI scores of 1 to 3 had a negative predictive value of 91.6 for grade reclassification. It should be noted that the group here used scores 1 to 3 as a negative MRI definition. However, many people still consider a score of 3 to be either intermediate or higher risk. The group then found that using a phi cutoff of 25.6 in addition to MRI scores 1 to 3 increased the negative predictive value to 98%. They then went on to show that by combining MRI with a PSA density cutoff of 0.07, gave a negative predictive value of 95.4%. This is interesting, however many would consider 0.07 to be a low cutoff of PSA density. Pragmatically, the group then suggested that combining PHI with MRI could avoid 20% of all biopsies at the cost of only missing 2.6% of grade reclassifications. This valuable study from a reputable academic centre has many strengths and helps build upon the work ongoing in active surveillance. Firstly, the authors have capitalised on the increasing ubiquity of multiparametric MRI and they combined this with one of the most readily available biomarkers, PHI, compared to several of the other biomarkers which are either expensive or require tissue sampling. For me, 
The takeaway message from this study is that active surveillance is a successful strategy and is improved by adjunctive modalities, including MRI and possibly biomarkers, including PHI. However, there are several drawbacks to the study, including the retrospective nature of the investigation and the reliance upon a biomarker which has limited approval. Whilst PHI is approved by the FDA and is included in NCCN guidelines, it is not recommended in the NICE guidelines in the UK. It will be interesting to see the continuing evolution of active surveillance and how MRI and other aspects can be incorporated. To evaluate this more rigorously would require a prospective multimodality trial such as the ongoing reimagined trial in the UK. However, retrospective work, as presented here, still has a valuable place in the literature. That concludes today's podcast. I hope you found it useful and thank you very much for listening.